0: Hello and welcome to Not Without My Sister Uh, I'll do it Okay Hello and welcome to Not Without My Sister. That's your fake voice. You tell me I you, I you don't even know what I'm about to say. You tell me I I'm need about to super... say something that, t- that fits perfectly with my fake voice. Okay, so shut up. Sorry, sorry. Sorry, God. Hello and welcome to Not Without My Sister. A weekly discussion salon between myself, Rosemary McCabe, and my sister, Beatrice McCabe. A conversation that you can eavesdrop on where we cover such topics as pop culture, dating, embarrassing childhood, incidents. Pets, family, love, romance, and so on. Thank you all so much for joining us. Do not like that? You look really shocked. I was like, wait, okay. <laughs> <laughs> I'm trying to be very zen now. Okay. I was just listening to a podcast by Otega Uagba called In Good Company, where she interviews... What did she call them today? Crucial voices in the cultural sphere or something. Yeah. And one of them was Pandora Sykes. And I was just like, I don't think she's a crucial voice in the cultural sphere. But that might be just me being a bitch because I got so sick of the high low after like Each to their own. Episodes. I mean, she probably thinks she's a cult. She probably considers herself to be a critical Do you consider yourself sphere. to be a critu- critu- <laughs> critu- <laughs> <laughs> critical <laughs> cultural voice? I consider myself to be rather spherical, certainly, after this past year. But I don't know how critical <laughs> I would find myself. You said a critical cultural sphere. Critical, Critical, in the cultural, cultural sphere. voice. In the cultural sphere. Oh, okay. You consider yourself to be a cultural sphere. That's correct. <laughs> Today, speaking of salons, we decided to talk about the compromises one must make when cohabiting in terms of decor. But actually, you know what? Before we start, is this a compromise you need to make with a housemate or is it only if the person, if you're going out with the person, you know what I mean? I think it's only when, if you're going out with or, yeah, I think it's only if you're If you're actually like combining the household, because if you're a housemate, you're also thinking this is temporary and I have my bedroom and you have your bedroom. But you have shared spaces. Yes. But in that you kind of are never super happy with it. And you, I think, resign yourself to this is this is life, right? Yeah. I have to put up with that person's painting that I don't like. Whereas the minute you're like actually living with them as in this is forever, you're thinking, how can I erase all of their taste from this space? Or, or, Or I mean, that's a bit mean. Or like, how can I just push their space into the basement? Well, Don's space is in the basement and everywhere else. Dawn's, yeah, I was about to say Dawn's space has like, is like Alex Mack. Do you remember that show? No. Where she used to be able to turn into liquid and go under doors. That's what's happening in <laughs> <Dawn's> space. <laughs> Turning into liquid and coming upstairs and going under doors. And, well, in fairness to Don, it's actually his house too, right? And I'd say most of the things we have, we're pretty good about. Like we like very, well, we're... As, as he told me recently, I was like, oh, do you like this piece of art? Do you like this painting that I was about to buy? I do do a lot of my art purchases on Etsy and eBay and what's that other one? Oh, um, Everything But The House. Everything right? But The House, EBTH, which I think is a good one because not that many people know about it until now, although it's expensive for the shipping, right? They also they have a lot of Instagram followers. I'd say a lot of people know about it. Well, I think not as many as know about Etsy and eBay, right? Oh, yeah, fair, fair, yeah. So I buy a lot of stuff from them and I thought that Don and I were very in sync in our in my in my taste. And recently I was like, do you like this painting? and thinking of buying. He's like, listen, the paintings are yours. That's your thing. That's your hobby. And I was like, my, my hobby. But it also made me kind of go, oh, that's how he views it. So he thinks I'm taking over all the spaces in the house. Therefore, he is then entitled to, I mean, it struck me as he is entitled to other spaces in the house. But like, for example, this room that we're currently sitting in, which started out as a shared office. I thought it was always Don's Don's studio space, like Don's office space. I said, this should be your office, your studio space. Don said, absolutely not. This is a shared space. This is a spared. We we should both have our office when you work from home, etc., etc. And he put a desk in here, which, if you look around, is no longer here, right? The Uh desk over time was removed. Don's stuff filled up the room. Next thing you know, there were guitars all over the wall and Star Wars guns, replica guns created by Don up on the top shelf. So anyway, I was wondering how you and your new house were dealing with this conundrum because I know there were a couple of things maybe in the other house in in Brandon's own like because the other house belonged just to Brandon so it was entirely decorated by him and in this new house it has the female touch your female touch does it feel more feminine what does that even mean so well when I moved in with Brandon I did come with I think like a thousand dollars that we'd just blown in Ikea (laughs) <laughs> do you know what I mean? That like you and I went to Ikea We're like we'll, need the, we'll get these cushions and so We'll get this and we'll get that And it was so funny Because when I first moved in I remember Brandon being like Why do we need so many Well he didn't call them cushions He called them the throw pillows Why do we need so many throw pillows Why do we need so many blankets Bless Yeah and now he loves them And you'll see him now like Piling cushions in under his back And then lying down the couch I'm like this, this luxurious living You weren't used to before That's the feminine touch Is like making it comfortable Whereas he's You know what he's obsessed with But like is it practical? And I'm like, things can be beautiful and practical, whereas he's just like, is it comfy? Like, why don't we buy that vomit-coloured recliner it looks really comfortable? Because it's vomit-coloured, like, no way. You know what I mean? So that's the compromise. Practicality with cuteness. Yeah, but then that feels so gendered, but like... I think it's actually that he just doesn't think fully intelligently about things because I'm thinking about practicality and cuteness and he's only thinking about practicality. You know what I mean? Oh, yeah. You also have to live in and look at this space. I didn't mean it like that. Oh, no, no, I know. But like I've been thinking about like sometimes I go, oh, he's so practical and I'm so like visual. And then I'm like, actually, I'm not. I'm just sensible because I want things that are beautiful and functional. Whereas he just doesn't care about the beauty, but like he has eyes and he's going to have to look at things. So I don't know why he doesn't care. Sometimes I do think though, like I have a, a plethora of throw pillows myself. And sometimes I do think like, well, A, the other day I piled them all up into a black garbage bag, not so that I could put them in the bin, but so I could put them down in the basement because all the kids do is throw them on the floor. Oh, yeah. So I took them all off and then I was like, wow, the house looks so pristine. Oh, minimal. Kind of, yeah, minimalist-ish. I mean, ish, like, yeah, I, no, you know, no. I mean, it's a relative term. So... I mean, and I think that Don would like not miss a throw pillow on any day. I mean, he did actually complain the other day. And I mean, I don't even have a proper American bed where they have, you know, they have their. Oh, yeah. Their their king pillows and their regular pillows Mm -hmm. and their two throw pillows. Yes. All lined up. And I mean, this is a really normal thing because I had a conversation Mm -hmm. about like, I said something about these pillowcases are really uncomfortable (laughs) because I'm an idiot. Right. I'm Irish. And they were all like, you don't sleep on those pillows. Those pillows are for show. Oh, yeah. The ones that come with the quilts. Yeah. Yeah, shams Yeah, and I was like What do you mean you don't sleep in them? What are they for? And they were like I put them on the chair beside my bed every night And I was like And then you put them back the next day Like I'd watch my job I have enough to be doing with that But also I rarely make my bed But like who are they for? Who's who's admiring them? If you don't sit on them ever What's You're you're walking into your room And you're going I'm so chic and grown up But like what's the point of them? Somebody needs to tell me What's the point of them Please, anybody Because nobody could tell me What the point of them was They just were like accepting This is what a bed is Well I think it's the same point as like what's the point of a beautiful painting on the wall? Like, it's nice to look at. I think people just like to look at this pristine bedscape. Do you know what I mean? It's just a visual thing. Yeah, I could see what you mean. I just think it's more that, like, I don't have to make a painting on the wall. The painting on the wall, like, these things, that's oh, not practical, you right? You don't have to pick the painting up every morning and put it back on the wall exactly. and take it down off the wall. Exactly. And then, so, like, okay. when you talk about being practical, they're highly impractical to me. So, actually, yes, I'm very practical. I'm like, I don't need anything else that is any more tidying or sorting. I want stuff that just goes there and stays there. I mean, but, like, throw pillows and blankets, no matter where you put them, they involve tidying and sorting. But at least... They're comfy and you, you, you know, you sit down to watch TV and you're like, I'll put a blanket on my lap. You know what I mean? Actually, now, now that, that I'm, I'm sitting here with two throw pillows and a blanket underneath me. And, but I am thinking after this, maybe I'm going to go around and make, do the rounds and put them all away. I want my children just to live in like Spartan boxes because there's so much crap that I mean that they're messing up all the time. You need to get your children like the Von Traps, Lining up. No, lining up in the morning to say good morning. Lining up as you go to work, lining up when you come home from work. That would be hilarious Well anyway So back to the compromise So how do you oh, compromise yeah. How do you decide Like who gets to own What space Or who gets So for example We see you inherited A lot of the stuff All those sludge coloured sofas <laughs> Are now masqueraded are By very, your blankets. Yeah they're totally Well not totally They're too big to be Camouflaged entirely By the blankets But yeah We do have I, I don't think I like A single sofa in our house Well no I do like The one sofa that I have In our bedroom That I, bedroom that I bought A Facebook, a Facebook oh, marketplace yeah. But it's not very comfortable No It's not as comfortable But no but, it's but, true but in fairness, you have four comfy sofas. You don't need another one. Um, <laughs> so, comfy sofas. so our sofas are all very well. No, that one down the end, but we inherited that from the house, which I love, but it's not as comfortable. It's very low. Oh, the blue one. to the floor. Yeah, our our mid-century one is very low-backed as well. I mean, I'd like to get actually like because our sofa our sofas are really comfy. I just hate the colors of them, so I'd love to get them reupholstered. But then I'm like, for the price that it'll cost me to get these cheap sofas reupholstered, we just, just buy new. No, like no. Sustainability resume. Oh, I know. Sustainability of the that? environment. Um, Like, how do you compromise? It is really hard, right? Because so, so for example, when I moved in with Brandon in his front room, he had, I never counted them, but there must have been at least 18 prints by this artist that he loves, whose name I can't remember. But he like, he does these very, like, I quite like some of them. And then I don't, well, I just don't love them all together. But I think what you're saying is you can admire, you can accept, you can appreciate their artistic integrity, but you don't necessarily want them on your wall. I wouldn't mind some of them on my wall. I also hated the frames. So there was a problem with like, like Brandon bought the frames in Hobby Lobby because they were cheap. And then he got like colored paper to put as the mounts basically. So they each had a difference that was like pink and purple and blue. You know what I mean? It was all just very ill thought out, I thought. So I'd like to get some of them reframed quite nicely. And like, because they don't need any more color because they are these really colorful graphic. Like some of them are like, like a dinosaur with the head of a cow and like a horse with the head of a cat and they sound weird and they are kind of weird but they're also quite interesting. So we have been talking now since we moved into our new house that I think we're going to put three of them each in the boys' rooms and we asked them which ones they liked and which ones they'd like in their rooms and they were like, much to Branagh's horror, poo-pooing a lot of them but then they did choose some that they liked and that we're going to put in their rooms and we're going to get, so they're going to get the Hobby Lobby ones for the moment because I'm not spending a fortune on reframing but we are going to get some of them reframed and put them downstairs as well. Okay, so you're a very good compromiser, right? Obviously. And I'm thinking Ish. now, um, there are a couple of my things that Don absolutely hates, right? <laughs> For example, he absolutely hates, when I was in Turkey with Julie, we had a great trip to one of the local markets and I bought these, we bought these kind of metal fabric puppets, which are amazing, right? Metal fabric puppets? Yeah, they're out, hanging out in the hall. You yeah, recognize we'll have, we'll them? Oh, they're creepy. One, oh. Oh. Well, Don thinks they're incredibly creepy, right? And disgusting. Mm-hmm. And I absolutely love them. They're brilliant. They remind me of like the opening credits to like a horror TV series where there are just creepy puppets. Yeah, they're creepy. But well, you know what? Now I'm putting two or two together because you know what Don's ultimate nightmare, mo- like Don loves horror movies. Do you know what his ultimate nightmare movie is? Uh, Punch and Judy. The Dark Crystal. He still oh, can't watch that. <laughs> God, lo- oh, you know what? I was talking to, to a woman yesterday uh, when we were at the... So I was at this thing for Artlink and she was also on the board and she was telling me she used to date a guy who used to work as a model maker and he had one of the heads of the Skexis in his hall up on the wall And she oh said her God. brother Came over to the house one day And nearly had a heart attack Because he's so terrified Of the Skeksis <laughs> From the Dark Crystal He was like Why do you have that yeah. on your wall well I actually Love the Dark Crystal I'd love to be a model maker That was one know, of the Those so of the cool. careers I actually thought would be amazing Did you watch the making Of the Dark Crystal on Netflix It was so interesting The making of the series I like, did not but I will It was really really good Anyway so those puppets So but rather like I think here's the difference You're saying to Brandon Okay don't love the frames Don't love that Here what's compromise Don Hates these puppets Has none of these conversations For me one day I go, Where are those puppets, right? I kind of don't think that much of it. I just go, wasn't there a puppet hanging here? I think no more of it. Were they in a plastic bag with a cereal? About bowl six and months. Brass? Well, about six months later, yeah, I find them in a bag in the kids' drawers. Like totally hidden. Uh, and then when I go, what's this doing in here? He has the audacity to go, dunno. Those puppets are your teddy bear jeans. Don was doing to you what I did to yes, him well, or right, his teddy bear jeans. Right. <laughs> <laughs> yes, ignoring the actual Issue and just hiding them, thinking but he like, was doing me a favour, like he doing al- himself a favour. He also wasn't, because the thing is, right, if he had, if he was truly brave, he would have put them in the bin. I <gasps> hoped, And hoped upon hope that you would never ever, th- th- that you wouldn't see them before the bins were collected, basically. And that then you'd just be like, where did they, I don't know where they, where did they ever go? You'd spend the rest of your life like mom in that city west restaurant voucher where did that go I have no idea like you know I'm sure they'll turn up they would never have turned up you would never have thought that Don would have put them in I would absolutely have suspected Don (laughs) I absolutely would have been convinced until my dying last (laughs) gasp of a breath that he when I would hold it against him over years my grudge would grow increasingly (laughs) powerful and nasty. I'm imagining your grudge taking form and turning into one of those puppets and manifest. Dead right. right. I probably would have just made one just out of sheer badness. I would remade one and hung it there like just have it materialise in his sleep. So anyway, the other thing I think I'm very patient because I remember when we lived in New York at one point Don was like super into um, Lego. I mean he loves Lego, right? Uh He's super into Lego and his whole thing was like when he was growing up he only ever had like one pathetic Lego set as did we, the airport. But for some reason, this then to him in, as an adult meant like he should really indulge this kind of... Um, I think Brandon has similar thoughts to this. Yeah, this sort yeah. of like sense of injustice, you know, yeah. or like miscarriage of justice that he just never got to express his Lego ability. Brandon thinks we're saving up to buy him the $800 Millennium Falcon. Let That's me you adorable. Let tell we are not. That's adorable. Well, he can keep thinking that. Right. And so anyway, Don bought, what's that one? The Death Star. Yeah, the Death Star. And then a couple of other things. And then at one point, all these shelves arrived from Amazon and Don's like I said what are they for he goes oh I was thinking we could put staggered shelves he got all like all you know staggered and kind of like stair-stepping and all this kind of stuff for my Legos against that full wall we did a full wall of Lego and I was like I mean it kind of could be cool but you know like what would really happen and maybe so now I'm actually like I'm actually boringly practical is what I've to the conclusion I'm coming to in this entire conversation you know what happened like three months later I'll be like that Lego's real dusty driving would me nuts. It would get so dusty and it would just look crap because I mean there's sort of this like wow that looks amazing and pristine in the Lego museum but like then when I mean, you look at it every day you're just like bored the, of it. Well the only way to do it would be if he was going to craggle them all together so he was going to glue them all together a the Lego them. movie he and then would. you could probably spray them down. But like a bit. I'd watch my job again right? I right? Mean, yeah. Like do I really need a wall full of Lego to be air spraying, whatever it is, like air misting. (laughs) You know, that reminds me, a friend of mine's husband had an entire bedroom in their house dedicated to his Lego and he had like all the little Lego, oh oh my God, I can't remember what the Star Wars soldiers are called. What's wrong with my brain? Stormtroopers. Yes. That is the Lego movie though, isn't it? That is the Lego movie where like, the kids not allowed to play with the dad's Lego sets. Oh well like this was way before they had kids but he had the whole room and he had all the stormtroopers like lined up in formation and had the like the ships and then more stormtroopers and then he had like but everything was per- like everything looked like it had been assembled by a robot. I must actually ask her now because now they have two kids so I'm like surely that room is gone but it could still be there. Don't call me Shirley. <laughs> um, that's interesting though I bet you. Like it is interesting because I think the whole like purpose of lego is to be broken up and rebuilt and like is to use your imagination and yet people there's also the other part of it where like it's like a barbie house you know where you just want to play with but do they play with it or they just pose it i think he just posed it i don't know but like i always remember i was always really frustrated with our lego because i could never make the airplane and I, and, and I remember seeing you make it a couple of times And then I would try and make it And I, and I could never make it I'm pretty sure there were a couple of pieces missing as well So yeah, I'm pretty sure yeah, mine yeah. was And like I think as time went on, There were more and more pieces missing and, But like all I wanted was to assemble it As per the instructions if you know what I mean I do know what you mean I do. Know and what that you mean. frustrated me oh, poor I know it was so sad But I'm trying to think now I like, Remember when we were looking for a house actually Brandon was like I'd love to get a house in the basement Because then I could put my prints down there And like I tell you That was a very enticing idea to me it was like, great, put all your prints down there, put your like half-built Lego Death Star down there, put your horrible <laughs> computer desk with the huge and massive imposing screens down there. You can just stay down in the basement like the troll. Okay, so basically your idea of how to decorate together is... Everything goes in one hidden room He goes in exile Yes, sounds like it And then the rest of the house is yours Good plan No, but now Now we are having to compromise Because we don't have that space Oh, you know what I mean Do you have a garden? He could go out in the garden He could build a shed (laughs) The prince could all go out in the garden Yeah He he could build a men's shed For him and the neighbourhood Men Um, (laughs) (laughs) There are some things that I own That he hates Like what? He hates my tiger lady rug What? Yeah, my Joanne Hines My Joanne Hines Where it's like is it the body of a tiger and the face of a lady? Or the, yeah, yes, the body of a tiger and a face glorious, of a lady. But that's a glorious. And you know what's great about that rug is that it brings together every color in the room so yeah, successfully. I really like it. He finds it really creepy, and then I have a matching tiger lady pillow that he just keeps complaining about it not being comfortable. And I'm like, it's fucking beaded. It's not for you to put your your head on. Okay, so now you are impractical. I get it. Yeah, but I'm also that's just like I don't have very many impractical. I have two impractical cushions basically. But that like, one, is, is it is it beaded on both sides? Could you not just turn exactly, it around turn and then it also over. yeah, and then also not look at the lady head. And also he never sits on that couch. So does he hate why? women? Is this what we're getting at? He just hates these motifs that have women in them. That's what you say to him next time. He could. And then the other thing he hates is I bought a deer head like made out of raffia I think or made out of... Rattan. Rattan, yeah. On. Why bought, does he I bought hate that? Target. He thinks it's creepy as well. I think it's because of the big empty eyes. You know what I mean? It has big holes where the eyes should be. I Maybe you should buy two gobstoppers. Stick them in and see if he prefers that. <laughs> Maybe I'll just ball up some of his socks and lob them in and see what it looks like. be cheaper. So the other thing that I was thinking, I just showed it to you there out in the hall is I came home the other day and my beautiful top of piano scape, which had candles and beautiful wooden dice and dye and all this kind of stuff on the top of it had been. Oh, yeah. Well, actually, I came in and I found all these things in a pile over on the other table in the hall. And I was surprised they weren't in a plastic bag in the well, exactly, And I was like, what's going on here? And then I looked I slowly, reluctantly. Moved my eyes, scanned over to the top of the piano and saw what can only be called Hobbit Fest on <laughs> top of the piano, right? The entire <laughs> village of like, I don't know, Mordor. Hobbiton. Yeah, Hobbiton, exactly. All over the top of the piano. And Don looking delighted with himself, unboxing box after box of this. It's amazing. It's modular. It's amazing, <laughs> modular Hobbit homes. for it's And it actually is by a model maker, some model maker that he funded on Kickstarter allegedly oh, three years ago. I never expected to receive this stuff. I mean, again, I'm like, hmm, really? bit sceptical of this whole story. That's actually a very good, I'm going to start doing that when things arrive in the house. Well. Oh, this is a Kickstarter I funded five years ago. Yeah. And I go, why'd you order the same thing twice? Oh, I don't know. I think they must have sent that to me accidentally. So he literally has like double the set. And then so I did say, I said, why don't you put some of them on top of the piano? Because I was trying to be, you know, like it's his house too. Mm hmm. Mm-hmm. Allegedly So I go Why don't you put some of them On top of the piano I didn't mean take every single thing Off the piano And take over the entire Like turn the piano into I don't even know what Like can I go over there And play the piano now what, A can I play the piano Not really But can I go over there now And play the piano Excuse me You can play Um, Can't you play another suitcase From another hall No You can only sing that Oh no You can only sing that <laughs> What's So what's your piano party piece uh, I don't have one What can you play the piano Nothing really I can play Coldplay in my place, and I can play James Blunt. <laughs> I bought <laughs> the Goodbye piano. My Lover. I, oh, Goodbye My Lover. I bought it's the very piano. Sad. I always cry when I start singing it as well. Are you joking? Did I disappoint you? I let you down. No, it's very sad. Oh, stop! Are you joking? I'm very right emotional now? today. No, so do you He yes. Oh my god! <laughs> <laughs> it's a vision now. Rosemary's at the piano, serenading herself, crying. crying? That's really that's know, very thank artistic that I the of you. Piano in my house a be non-stop. That's amazing. Especially because those are the only two songs I can play. Um, oh, sorry. And Vanessa Carlton. Carlton? Vanessa Carlton. Vanessa Carlton? <laughs> oh, well, I stupidly bought some Nora Jones and Nora Jones music. I mean, I'm telling you, she's a pretty good pianist is all I have to say. Because <laughs> I was like, I can't play any of this. <laughs> I mean, very slowly. Sorry, you know what I ambitiously bought myself one day? What? The piano music for Queen's Greatest Hits. Well, I also bought the piano music for The Piano. So, I mean, I just need... You know what, Rosemary? It's all practice. It's all practice. You could be practicing until you died. Rosemary, I was reading, like, it's 10% talent, 90% practice. So, I don't actually believe that at all. Natural instinct. Anyway, on that note... On what note? On that note... We should actually get you to play Goodbye My Lover Oh my god Sob, no I can't I, I, actually, I actually do need the sheet music though So I was lying when I said I could play it I could play it with the sheet music Oh that's nice though He probably can only play it with the sheet music Do you follow James Oh no you're not on Twitter He's very funny on Twitter Is he? Yeah oh my god he's very funny on Twitter Oh I would no, read I out some of his tweets But I can't access Twitter in your house I wouldn't have, have accused him of that Wasn't he in the middle Wasn't he in like the army for years uh-huh. And then he became like a floppy fringed Lover boy musician <laughs> And then didn't he, did he marry that one, the model? And they broke up, right? And then she oh. went off and was like a humanitarian. Oh, I, you follow a lot of celebrity gossip that I wouldn't. Rosemary, well, I mean, this was back in the 90s. I was all over it. I was it at was home. Not, it was in the, was 90s. the 90s. Okay, okay sorry. look it up. It was I in will the 90s. absolutely look it up in the 90s. In the nineties. <sighs> it was not because it was when so I was dating blunt. the fireman. In the 90s. No, it'd probably been out about five years. That's when you heard No bit. <laughs> you weren't the, you That's weren't the, rude. you weren't the quickest on the uptake there. You're a late adopter, as they say. 1990? 2004, Beatrice. That's basically His the His debut album That's was released in the October of 2004. That's five years after the 90s. That's basically the 90s. <sighs> he was still he was still a harbinger of the 90s. You know what? I'm looking at him now. I probably would. What? Yeah, I think he's kind of hot. Show me. Show me right now. <laughs> oh, looks a bit God. like Josh Brolin he there, doesn't looks, he? Yeah, just like him. And he also looks a bit like Chris Martin. Yeah, and I would, I'd fancy all of them. Okay, good. Good you, to know. You, you know I love a... a you know Rosemary, I love a vanilla milkshake Rosemary my love You're married You can't oh. look at men anymore Or comment on them I can Actually you never should be commenting on them It's a double standard Yeah, Here we go <laughs> I can because I live in America This is my starter marriage It's not Brandon's starter marriage Does he know that? This is Brandon's finisher marriage I'm going to finish him But then I'm going to start <laughs> again <laughs> But I'm trying to think like Do you think oh, See I don't, I don't think he cares that much I, I, was, I was trying to because I do worry sometimes That I'm being a bit mean Or that I'm like God oh, like, like I really should Like this is the wrong word But I really should let Brandon Have more say No like, But I don't let no, him Or not shouldn't. let him But like I'm like Does he ever think about that Rosemary well, Every piece of furniture in your house Is Brandon's say Because most of it came from him So he has oh had, my god He has I'm, 80% of the say In that house right now So you've got to true. whittle it down to 50% and Then you can worry about being mean Then I can whittle it down to 30% then, then I can that's worry when, about being that's mean That's when you're being mean But the other thing that I have to say is now, this is going to sound very callous of me. He has a lot of stuff in that house that, like, I would love to get rid of. But he has an excellent excuse because every time I go, "Mm, do we need to keep this? He's like, that was my grandmother's. Oh, yeah. His grandmother who died three years ago. And like, like just before we met. And when, like the first couple of things I was like, oh, like, of course. And then when it got to about five or six things, I was like, he has a lot of things. He He has a a lot of of things from his grandmother. And like, also, I feel like. He has an unfair distribution of things from his grandmother, which, which implies to me that the rest of his siblings didn't want it. Well, that's what I was, oh, I was about to say, maybe you should guilt him into giving some of it to his siblings. The other thing you could do is sit him down in front of Marie Kondo, because that actually absolutely brainwashed you into becoming a major purger. Yeah, but not the show, just the book, and I don't think you'd read it. Well, make him watch the show. No, no, but I'm saying the show didn't make me want to oh. be a major purger, just made me like... What about that house edit know. show? That doesn't make you want to be a purger at all That makes you want to be a collector But that makes you want to collect everything in perspex boxes Hold on, what are we going to do? You don't have the bigger problem I have the bigger problem I'm the one with Hobbiton on top of the piano <laughs> You do have the bigger You, we you also do? have a lot more stuff But that's because your house is bigger as well Well I mean also could we not have so much stuff Let's purge some stuff How do we get Don into purging? He keeps promising that he's not going to buy another guitar Before he gets rid of another guitar And yet guitars keep showing up Um, But like maybe we start with looking in looking in the mirror Could you purge some things? I purged two full bags of clothes and I think he threw one of them in the bin. I put oh, two, I I put two big bags of clothes in ready for good willies and I'm pretty sure he threw them in the bin. I have one in the boat of the car and I'm saving it. Maybe he put one in the kid's drawer. I did make him give away some of his clothes at that point. I was like, that shirt you last wore in like 2001. What about books? You could probably go through your books and get. Get rid of some books. books. This is Philip McCabe all over again. I remember I was I was in mom and dad's. And mom was like, "We really need to declutter." And what she actually means is your father needs to get rid of some stuff, right? So when you start suggesting that she declutter her stuff, you and mom are a lot alike. She Starts going, "Excuse me, you mind your own business." So I, because <laughs> I was there one day and I was like, "What about these Dick Clancy books that like nobody's going to read again?" Yeah, I would. N- Get rid of a, I've never heard that. I would not get rid of a book. But I mean, I could probably. I mean, I would. I keep thinking I should get rid of books, and when I pull them out, then I don't remember having read them, so I'm like, I could read them again. No, I'm only joking. I do have That's some books for of you, though. Of you. I do have some books for you, though. Well, what could. Look at that shelf there now. What could you get rid of? They're all done, so nothing. You could probably, probably get rid of, of the Missoni family cookbook. Have you ever cooked I just that? got that as a Did Christmas you? present. It nice, though. Yes, it's very nice and very um, trendy. And I. No, I haven't, but I've coveted some of it. You know what you could do, a la Don? You could what? take. Like once a week I hope it doesn't listen this far now Once a week You could take one book From the shelf And just hide it in a drawer somewhere oh. And then after a year If he hasn't noticed You throw them out It's only 52 books in fairness But yeah It oh, might take me listen, a while That's more than nothing Little fires everywhere You're never going to read that again Why not? I've never read it yet Oh have you not? No you gave it to me Oh did I? Yeah Was it any good? Should I it read grand? it? Yeah. Just give it away then No 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 Read it but then like but give like, it away Should afterwards. I read it? Is it going to enrich my life? No But it's entertaining Not everything has to enrich your life Mm-mm. You're such a bore now. It's going to enrich my life. Is is it Margaret Heffernan? If not, I don't want to read it. <laughs> I still have a okay. Margaret Heffernan book I haven't read. What else? Okay, there's a book there called John Dies at the End. That's Don's. Oh wait, it seems predictable. You can say that. Out. <laughs> uh, oh. The Big Short. Seen the movie?
1: Uh, where, do you know what? I've got
0: four. I've got four shelves of kids' books. I'll just get rid of whatever they're too old for, and give them to me. Oh yeah, perfect. Perfect. Because I actually have, I was actually thinking yesterday, I was like, all I have now is endless onesies for this baby. I've not, like, I've no clothes, I've no toys. Sorry, I've no books, I've no toys, I've nothing. Oh yeah, perfect. Nothing else. I'm going to give you loads of stuff. All right, Grant. Great. Okay, so what have we learned? Um, I have too much stuff and I need to do some purging. It's actually my problem. We clearly don't really care about compromising with our partners. We wish they would just let us take over the decor 100%. Yeah, or I wish Don would just put all of his stuff in his own room. This being his own room now this, It was not meant to be his I, own room yeah, But you, you resigned is, yourself to Yes fact he, can he, he can have the office He also has the basement He can have the office And the basement He doesn't really have the basement The basement The actual, I mean, That's your office isn't it? No I mean like the basement basement Oh Like so the like basement the storage area, area That isn't yeah. like He put shelves up in there And everything To I display stuff Yeah He yeah, can I have that. that I'll let him keep it <laughs> It's kind of like a Like a musty cellar He loves it It's a man cave A man cave I'll put a chair down there for him And a cigar You know what There's so many houses We looked at When we were looking at houses That had Man cave signs in their basements. Why don't women have women caves? Because that's the kitchen, Beatrice. Kitchen <laughs> is the woman cave. <laughs> but like, what about a woman cave? Like, I would love to have a big, comfy sofa. A wine fridge. Right. A cocktail shaker. A TV. A sign that says no kids. A and kettle. Call it my wom- oh, a kettle. Yeah. And call it my woman and probably cave. probably a little toilet cubicle. No, I mean, suppose you could go to the toilet undisturbed. That's the problem because once God, you come out of the woman would be cave, amazing. Okay, what else is in the woman cave? Really nice plush rug, loads of throw pillows, <laughs> <laughs> throw pillows and blankets. Um, oh, a massage table and a masseuse who'd come in just whenever I want. Okay, now you're getting carried away. A massage <laughs> chair, right? Yeah. Oh God, yeah yeah, 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 yeah. A massage chair. Oh, some aromatherapy a scents. Did I already say a kettle? around the room. You said a kettle. Oh, yeah, loads of candles. Yeah, candles. Maybe a nice oil diffuser. Oh God, this is great. Things other people don't understand, like things men don't this understand. This would basically. be. Absolutely Some lovely Do I want art Or do I just want like You know a calming A calming colour on the wall I think you could do With a little bit of art I think I think it'd be nice If you looked around the room And thought I'm so stylish I'd love some really soft Slippers as well Oh, and also some biscuits, like nice European biscuits. Oh no, I don't want any biscuits. Thanks. Oh no, I want. I've, I've I've found some nice European biscuits in Kroger. I like them. No thanks. I'd like a. I'd like an endless stash of roasted peanuts, uh, dry roasted peanuts, and salty salted peanuts. Be amazing. Oh, I'd like an endless endless stash of gruyere. <sighs> Always <laughs> taken out of the fridge thirty minutes before I decide to eat it. Oh, I'd love ready made tuna and tapanade sandwiches just ready to be taken. Ready out made the fridge. no ready made tuna Ready sandwiches. made by my chef who's hanging okay. out with the masseuse no no so basically <laughs> so what you're saying is you want a chef who will yes when you press a button yes. make you this is no longer a woman cave. It is a woman apartment. <laughs> this is no longer a woman cave. This is a five star hotel. <laughs> yes, it <laughs> where basically nobody can come in without oh God, you admitting. I love them. a massive bath as well. So, sorry, basically what you're saying is you just want to go a to a fine star hotel. Uh, yes, please, please. This, this is like, I want take room me. service, I want a massage, like a hotel and spa. I want room service, yes. I want a massage. Yes. I want a kettle in my room. Yeah. I want a bathroom my kids can't get into. It. Yeah. This is all a hotel. Yeah, yeah. I'd like to go. Can we go to a hotel, please? I thought we were going to a we hotel in May. To to hotel. Now we're not. We're not. We May's nearly over. One. Let's do it. May's nearly over. Let's we're not going to May. Let's do it. She's saying okay, that so, the that's, a, so the that's the solution. Let everybody else have whatever they want in a hidden room in the basement and then go and stay in a hotel. Well, you wouldn't need everyone to be in the basement if you're in a hotel. I do. I do I have to do whatever come, they want. I have to come back from the hotel at some point. Okay, you know what? That has to be ruined. No. Oh yeah, okay. So they can all stay in the basement. <laughs> that's terrible, isn't it? Thanks for listening. <laughs> <laughs> Thank you so much for listening. Get us on Instagram at Rosemary McCabe with an A Mac at Beatrice McCabe with an A in her back oh my god I thought you were drawing a picture of me you've been writing lists this I'm writing lists of all the things you can put on um the, the notes I- the Instagram website after this yeah the Instagram website yeah yeah the notes our, our joint Instagram is at notwithoutmysister and then our website's dot you can email us notwithoutmysister at gmail.com and thank you all so much for being here thanks for listening bye Not Without My Sister is produced by Liam Garrity. Sound and original music by Don Kirkland. And our original illustration is by Lindsay Nielsen. Not Without My Sister is a member of The Warren, the home of great Irish podcasts. As is my podcast, Meet Your Maker. You'll find more great shows at thewarren.ie.